You know one thing that keeps us from reaching our full potential? Being unable to see ourselves clearly. What aspects of ourselves cause us problems that we're just not aware of? That's what we look at on this podcast. I'm Twombo, and you're listening to Tea Time with Twombo. Let's jump right in. Welcome. It's another episode of Tea Time with Twombo. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, beautiful people, for being here yet again. I appreciate you listening in every week and sharing this podcast. I'm going to jump straight in. Last week, we were talking about cleaning house and, um, yeah, thinking about your childhood, what you learned there, and how that has affected your adult life. And I've already gotten some messages about skip to the romantic stuff. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with what you listeners want to talk about, and I'm going to talk about the romance aspect of things. So I mentioned in the last podcast that um, I learned about romantic relationships from reading Mills and Boone type romance stories. So Mills and Boone, Harlequin romance, you know, these kinds of things. And the first Mills and Boone I read, I was 13 years old. No, actually, I was 12 And um, a girl in my seventh grade class brought one with her from her older sister. And I read it. And needless to say, it changed my life. (laughs) And I continued to read those kinds of books till, yeah, I guess my late 20s. Less frequently, but I would still pick one up nostalgically and read it um, because I loved all those stories. So let me jump right into what... A romantic story in a Mills and Boone type book runs like. So he's usually really rich and the ones that I liked, um, he he was usually a Greek billionaire, an Italian billionaire, you know, or an English lord or something like that. So he was really rich and she wasn't rich. She was from a normal family. She was either a secretary or something like that. And they would meet in, you know, an office because she's a secretary of some architect that he's working with to build his huge you know, new hotel, and he would fall in love with her at first sight, and she would be irritated with him because he was arrogant, but she, you know, they would fall in love with each other anyway, and, you know, they would go ahead and have this relationship, and then he would be spooked by something, you know, like his feelings, or there was always some crazy reason why their little romance broke off. Um, And, you know, at this point, they always wrote from the woman's point of view, because women mostly write these books. And they talk about how she's pining away. And, you know, she's really hurt. Sometimes she's pregnant with this guy's kid. And, uh, but then it all works out in the end, right? Because then he realizes how much he loves her because he's been cast away in his castle, lonely, realizing that she's the only woman that he ever wanted. And she, you know, after pining away, she finds a strength in herself. And just when she does that, he appears and sweeps her off her feet again. He professes his love and they get married. And that's how the book ends. So. Isn't that what you know that relationships should be like as well? Because that's what it's like in the movies as well. And we love those movies. We gobble that stuff up. And what does that teach us? It teaches us that, um, first of all, it's really nice if he's really, really rich, right? So then we disregard somebody, we disregard men that don't have their stuff together. 
Um, and then women are also supposed to be like docile and the secretary type and she's cute, but she's not so much in the foreground, right? She's not running her own company. She's not outspoken. Um, and then basically they have this little romance. So, you know, you're, you have this little romance and then he disappears. Men have been ghosting in Mills and Boone type stories for a long time. Now, I'm not saying that it only happens in the Mills and Boone books, but these are what the romantic stories are like, right? So bear with me here. So then he ghosts and then she's left alone wandering. And this is what happens in the world today too. You know, men disappear or women, but usually it's more men. They disappear and then we're left wondering what's going on and we're pining. And yeah, we're basically open to him coming back and we we just take his bad behavior because that's what it's like in the books. That's what it's like in the movies. Um, and then also in the books, right? Like she's pregnant and then he comes back to claim her and the child. And in real life, that doesn't happen all the time. So I'm not going to keep going on about these romantic books because I could be talking for a long time. Um, so that was where I learned a lot about relationships, um, is reading these type of books. And you know, a lot of the behavior of the men in the books or in the movies, I deemed that appropriate and I deemed that that's how a relationship is supposed to go. And I mentioned that um, this was my example because I grew up in a single parent home. My father died when I was really young and my mother raised us and she did not remarry. And sorry, mom, I'm airing stuff again, but <laughs> love you. Anyway, so I didn't really learn about romantic relationships at home. So the question is, what relationship style did you learn in your home? Did you know how to receive and give affection? Did you see your parents argue? Did you see how they resolved any kind of conflict they had? This is uh, important because it kind of, you know, foreshadows what happens when you enter your own relationships. Not all the time, but most of the time. So when you enter into a relationship, you take your baggage with you, not just from past romantic relationships, but emotional baggage and your relationship style that you learned at home. Um, so if you never saw your parents be affectionate with each other, maybe it's hard for you to receive affection and give affection, or maybe you are completely really needy and you want it all the time because it's something that you didn't see. You know where I'm going with this? Um, yeah, so we need to look at what did I learn? Where did I learn it? And how am I implementing that into my relationship now? And with that said, you know, with all your, your emotional baggage or the trauma that you've suffered, you bring this into a relationship. But something we often don't think about is the trauma that your bae, your boo, your babe, or your zaddy, they're also bringing this into the relationship. And a lot of times we don't think about this, but let's take our partner's trauma seriously because it's a huge factor in how our relationship to Rain will look like. Um, it's a huge factor in how you will communicate. You are coming with trauma. He is coming with trauma. Trauma may sound like a really hard word for some of you. I can call it baggage, but I want to call it trauma because some things that people have gone through are really, really traumatic. But most of all, the trauma you can and must deal with is your own, right? You can suggest things to your partner, but you can't make them heal. They have to heal if they want to. So you can only be cognizant of the kind of home you grew up in, um, the relationships that you've seen, where you learned your relationship style from, and then what kind of baggage you bring to the relationship. You are the one that is 
responsible for that. Yes, your boo, your bae, they might bring their own stuff that irritates you, that, you know, eggs you on. But at the end of the day, you are responsible only for your trauma. And you have to deal with it. Um, but how can you get help for it? Well, you can get help by, you know, listening to podcasts, podcasts like this, podcasts that tackle the topics that we're looking at answers for. For example, fear, motivation, decluttering, if your house being a mess is the issue in your relationship, getting your finances right, if you guys fight about money and, you know, your relationship with money. You can get help from blogs and magazines. There are so many magazines out there now that talk about emotional health. Um, there are online courses that you can take if your style of learning involves, you know, an instructor and a checklist. If that's how you like to learn, you can always find online courses that could help you. And there is also seeing a counselor or a therapist, you know. Now, some of us are afraid to see a therapist because then we feel it means that something is very, very wrong. Um, we're afraid to see a counselor because, you know, all of us are supposed to just get things fixed, you know, together. Um, and you can also reach out to family members. You know, there are some cultures where if you go to your elders, they're able to advise you and they are people that are outside of your relationship and they are vested in your relationship and they can advise you, you know, on how to talk about things and what you need to do. Um, of course, with that, you're going to have to be careful because sometimes <laughs> They don't have your best interest at heart. Sometimes it's all about, you know, saving face for the family, etc. So you can see a counselor, you can see somebody at church, you can see somebody at the YMCA. But um, please be clear what you want your relationship to look like. What is the vision of your relationship? Where do you want this to go? What are the problems that you want to tackle, right? You can go as a couple or you can just, you know, go as yourself to get help for your own emotional baggage. Um, so if you're afraid of going to a therapist because you think that, you know, if you go, then that means there's something really, really wrong with you. Um, you need to just get over that, I think, and reframe. How about you reframe seeing a therapist? So think of it as checking the fitness of a car, right? In order to keep it on the road, you have to check the car and make sure that all is working well. If there's something that needs tweaking, we will get it fixed. It's the same thing. You go and you see a therapist and you kind of feel around like, okay, this is not feeling good. This is not working well. Why is this happening? So reframe your mindset and see it as like getting yourself together. Just the way you go to a doctor and get a physical done is just to see like, hey, are things working the way that they're supposed to work? So we've, have we identified what we learned at home about relationships? And also, have we identified where, where else we learned about romantic relationships and what we think they can be like? The next thing, you know, is like the next question I hope that you have managed to answer or are going to answer after this podcast is, what baggage or trauma are you bling, bleh, bleh, blinging? Gosh, hoping you're not blinging, but you're bringing. What baggage or trauma are you bringing to the relationship? And what about the trauma that your partner is bringing? And then what are you doing to address it? What are you doing to get help for the confusing feelings that you have? How unsure you've been? How anxious you are? And please note that maybe some of us need to stay single and sort our stuff out before we engage in a romantic relationship with somebody else. 
You know who you are. You're listening. Maybe you need to stay single for a little bit and see some people before you jump in and, you know, have another hard time. Please also note that this podcast should not replace the help that you should be getting from a licensed practitioner. I am here to open your eyes and ask you questions that help you get on the road to being happier, to finding out why you behave the way you behave. But I would encourage you to please get the help you need. Don't waste another day not knowing why you do what you do and how you can be rebalancing your life, right? In the end, everybody just wants one thing. Everybody just wants to be happy. This has been Tea Time with Twombo. Thank you so much for listening. I've gone over my usual 10 minutes, but it was important. So thank you so much for listening. Follow me on social media and please go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. I would really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much for listening and see you next week. Thank you.